This episode of this show is brought to you by the Patreon for Frog Pants. It's where you can go help and make shows like this thrive and survive on the network. If you'd like to support us for very little a month, it doesn't cost hardly anything. Go to patreon.com slash frogpants and help shows like The Final Score and others continue to be rad. That's at patreon.com slash frogpants. This is the final score episode, uh, what is it, 172 for Wednesday, September 24th to 2014. Hello everybody, welcome back to the final score. This is the final score episode 172, like I said before, the video game podcast for the rest of us. I'm Scott Johnson, that's Nicole. Hi Nicole. Hello. Hello, Brian. I'm not very clever right now. No, that's all right. None of us are. Brian, how you doing? <laughs> I thought it was pretty clever now. I'm still in uh, I'm in wedding aftermath, and I can't think straight. Like, everything just sounds crazy coming out of my mouth. All, I do. I do. All it's a good thing today. we understand the words. Yeah, I guess so, right? Do you give you guys can interpret your child? If I, I did give her away. Well, I mean, she was never mine to give, but yeah. Who gives this child away? Me, I said. Mr. Johnson? I, I loved your red shoes. Oh, you like that? I put on my red shoes and danced the blues. Uh, uh, were no. you kind of like doing a Tom uh, Tom Hanks thing? There, no, it was more like a um, more like a Letterman uh, era thing. Kind oh, okay. Of. You know, remember when he used to wear sneakers and the suits? Yeah, kind of like I that. Love those. I just and mainly it was a comfort thing because my black ones that were like fancy that I wore at the actual ceremony last Saturday were hideous, so I quit wearing those. They fancy hurt. Black ones, and I look like right. a Joker. I look like Heath Ledger in those things, and not in a good way. <laughs> I'm glad you specified which Joker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because his were all right. long and pointy when he comes right. in the room and says, where's Harvey Dent? And when he Ooh, wears those Harvey stupid Dent, shoes. You, I think you're... N- not to get off on anything that's not game related, but mm. did you well, watch the new Gotham first... yet? Oh, my gosh. Did I watch what? So first Gotham? The new Gotham. No, I haven't seen it yet. All right. I will, though. It's we'll good. talk about it. Is it good? Okay. Yeah. I want it to be good. We're foreshadowing old school here, aren't we? Yeah, yeah a little bit. A little bit. A but little no, bit. Yeah, it's, but, but you know the Heath Ledger shoes, right? They're just stupid shoes. They're just like yeah, normal black, just... dumb, stupid shoes. And that's what I had to wear. That's why this, my theory is the reason the Joker's such a jerk and put uh, like pencils through the mob guy's <laughs> eye is because his shoes suck. He has hammer toes. Yeah, he hammer toes. <laughs> Can't touch this. All right. I'm uh, so angry. We're playing games, and here is what they are. Hey! What are you playing? <laughs> All right. Listen up, yo. I played a new game on the uh, the PC on Steam. I'm actually kind of pissed about it because I also captured some gameplay from it. And it was one of those games that just wanted to do fruity things with the frame rate and audio mm-hmm. syncing. And fruity it's a giant edit for me to fix. And I don't want to go fix it. So F that. I don't, fix it. I don't want to so, fix it. So, yeah, I don't blame you. So that video will never be seen. It was pretty funny because I swore a lot because this game makes you freaking mad. Uh, I'll try it again later. Maybe a different capture setting or something. I don't know. It was just weird. It pissed me off. Was using using the fraps? Yeah, I had the fraps. Fraps works for everything. Once in a while, some weird indie game will give it heat, you know, and I can't. Right. Well, it it, did it record like a blank screen or something? Because sometimes I've noticed some of these uh, some of these games have like two layers and they'll be. Mm-hmm. hiding a layer behind crap possibly but this one did not do a black screen it was all there there's just it was at a different speed than huh. the audio track which i record separately and i've done this a billion times it's always worked but this one game and then maybe one mm-hmm. other game that i can't remember did the same thing and i didn't record that one either but this one i got all the way done i should have checked it what's but, up with the cookies i'm looking at I'm, I'm looking at the video on steam now 
Oh. And it's like, uh, oh yeah, those little cookies. So little cookies. All right. Well, let me explain the game. I should tell them what the name of the damn thing is. It's called Phoenix Rage, and it's spelled F E N I X Rage. Kind of the way didn't it wasn't Phoenix uh, Gears of War Phoenix. His name was spelled that way. I think F E N I X. I'm not sure about that. Anybody play Gears of War? Yes, of course. I did. Like for a second. For like for a hot minute. (laughs) Yeah. I hate this. It makes me so angry. Why did you not like that game? Just curious. Um, I I think because it was on the Xbox and I just wasn't into playing. No. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't. I don't know. I played all three. And I think Mark was playing it too. I have a weird thing with, with when Mark is playing a game. Yeah. I, I tend to watch him play it and not play it myself. Oh, that makes sense, though. I do that yeah. around here with the kids. So you were like, you were playing like home Twitch. Yeah, home Twitch. <laughs> exactly. Right? I'm, I'm subscribed to the Mark channel. You got all the bandwidth yeah. you need for that. It's not a problem. Totally. Yeah, it's clear. Claire's uh, HD, dude. And you can move your head around. It's VR as well. <laughs> um, you can yell back at it. You have a little chat room there. <clears throat> yeah, I, awesome. I, uh, I remember that game being um, so dude bro-ish. That yeah. that part of it turned me off, but I remember kind of enjoying it. But the, the main dude in there, his name is Phoenix, and this game has nothing to do with that at all. So I don't know why I brought it up. Phoenix, Names. except the right name. Uh, Phoenix Rage is if you could take some of the design aesthetic of, say, Sonic the Hedgehog, and mash that up with the gameplay and uh, structure of Super Meat Boy, right? Then that's what Phoenix Rage is, and I think the rage part is talking about me playing it. He kind of looks like a hedgehog. Is that what he's supposed to be? I don't think so. I think he's like, he almost looks like Meat Boy under a wig, like a pink Meat Boy under a wig. It's really weird. (laughs) Pink Meat Boy. Pink Meat Boy. (laughs) By the way, people on uh, watching this on YouTube, I apologize. I don't know why Brian and uh, Nicole's video don't show up. There's something wrong with XSplit, so you're just going to get this looping video. Oh, really? I don't have uh, my video on. Well, it wouldn't work anyway. It's it's just, it's ignoring... Skype well, I'm over here doing. I'm over here doing switching and yeah. You forgot that part when I said, just, "Hey, that's I'm just not wasting working." My, yeah. Oh, well, I thought you said the video wasn't working for the chat room. So no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah, that's, that's all right. Cool. It's a, it's just, hey, man, just keep, keep keep up keep up a little bit over there. So anyway, <laughs> Phoenix Phoenix Rage. <laughs> We're eventually going to figure out what this game is. It's um, <laughs> it, it's basically. I mean, it's straight. I hate to say this comparison because a lot of people are saying it, and I think it's really good on its own. But it's it's totally Super Meat Boy like the feeling of it and the kind of tight controls of it and the die and start over immediately response and try again immediately aspect of super meat boy is here in spades. Uh, I think it's up the ante in terms of difficulty. I'm finding it more difficult earlier on than I did super meat boy, which I played the hell out of. I still go back to once in a while. I love that game, but um, this definitely uh, tweaks that nerve for wanting to have a very difficult game that is easy to just kind of keep trying and trying and trying kind of game. And this game is really good at that. Uh, graphically, it's fine. It's nothing special. It's all right. Um, as Brian can probably see by looking at it, it looks okay. It's a little vectory yeah, for my taste. Right I, I prefer something a little more like pixely or something, but it's fine. Um, yeah, but to say it isn't like Super Meat Boy is not being honest. It's totally like Super Meat Boy in so many ways. Um, but it's really good, and it's super, it's super uh, uh, prepared to piss you off and make you mad and want to throw the controller and say horrible swear words, which I did on that video that no one will ever see. Um, and I didn't get very far. <laughs> I'm probably like, I don't know, eight eight levels in to the first world. Uh, but I think it's totally worth the nine, ten bucks, whatever it is I paid for it. Uh, right. So if you like that kind of twitchy, very hard sort of platformy, get from here to a goal kind of game, so are you going to, speaking really of really good at doing that, 
speaking of which, are you gonna um are you gonna complete this game? Uh probably not if I know my limits. Like I'm going to keep playing it, but I'm gonna get to a point where it is so hard that none shall pass. Right. And right. I and I don't know if I have the I'd never I never got to the final level of Super Meat Boy either. I still play that game occasionally, I still but I can't beat that final stuff. So I don't I don't think I'm gonna fare well in the long run. But that's just because that's the kind of player I am. But it's a fun game. And if you like that thing, that punishing one more try, one more try kind of deal, right, and you right. like being just enraged at a video game, this is a good one for that. What's the name of that that website that Nicole told us about a long time ago? How, how long to beat or something? Or it's not, I don't yeah. think that's it. Is, is it? Yeah, how it's long how long to, to beat. How yep. long to beat. How, Let's look that up. How long to beat. And look up... Um, I'm looking it up now. Phoenix Rage. Let's see if they have it in the database. They, they do did, not. Okay, do do a search for uh, Super Meat Boy. Let's see how long that takes to beat. Super Meat Boy. Is. Let's see. Super Meat Boy, on average, main story, uh, 11 hours. Completionist, 40 Ooh. hours. Uh, main plus extra, about 18 and a half hours. And if you do combined uh, with the story, uh, is about 16 hours. So 16 hours probably will be a good average. Did I tell you guys I started a... Uh, that's ridiculous. I started a Skyrim, another Skyrim character. Why would you do that? You did? Yeah, because I love that game. And I sometimes I just get drawn back in and it's hard for me not to. And I, I, I did a bunch of mods. So I put a bunch of graphic mods in there because I wanted to see what all these did. As supposedly everything got improved with a bunch of mods. And so there's a mod pack on Steam for those wondering where I got that. And on there, it just was like, uh, it was a collection. It said, all right, well, these 12 mods are, are being updated and are current and won't make you crash and whatever. And they're... You know, the water's improved, the snow's improved, the draw distance is improved, the textures are improved, all that kind of stuff. So I just loaded that up and got in, started a, a Dark Elf magic caster guy. And Good thing. I love that game. So I is this just the Skyrim. resolution mod pack or no, is this something? No, no, no. It's, it's like, uh, well, I mean, texture resolution, yeah. Right, right. But there's lots of other stuff like water effects. There's waves now that like hit the shore instead of it just being stagnant. Right. Um well, I just I just saw the texture natural. pack, and that was the only thing I saw for free. I was thinking about yeah, they're all free so, on there. I mean, you just go in there and get the collection, and you're good. None of that collection. costs money. Yeah, you, you just go click on the collect. If you are if you're in Steam, and I'm you, in Steam, and you go to the workshop right for that game. Oh, I'll go to workshop. Yeah, yeah, it's in the it's in the Steam I workshop. Gotcha. Then okay. you click on the uh, the collection tab, and there's like the popular of all time one or whatever is this collection of uh, of Steam mods or yeah, of Steam mods. Gotcha. It'll make it look pretty. Do you think? You- You'll ever play ESO? Uh, if it went free to play, I would definitely play. And I keep thinking it will. So um, I don't know how they're doing now. I know they laid off a bunch of people. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't know how well it's doing. But if they, the minute they go, I played the beta somewhat. And I thought it was great. But I didn't feel like playing, paying for another MMO. And so my thinking at the time was, well, this is just going to go free at some point. So I'll just wait for that. So I'm just waiting for that. And if it's if uh, if any if history holds true, it would be by this Christmas or so, right? That yeah. they would do that, um, and that'd be fine. I'd play that. I would totally play that. Bring it on. Bring it. I say. Um, Bring it forth because I, I like that world, and I'm cool to even do the MMO part of it. But Skyrim's just so badass. But what I was looking, the reason I brought that up is I'm looking at this uh, how long to beat, and we've got main story 31 hours. Main plus extra is 101. If you're a completionist, completionist 204 hours. That's just redonkulous. That game is so big, see, dude. Oh, see so, what uh so big. Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, that's <laughs> got to be pretty big. 
I mean, they're the did same you, engine, basically. Did you see that Kim got all the achievements? No, uh, Kim. No, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. I know, right? Every single one. So without all your DLC. She's working on the, D- she's working on the DLC now. So if you minus DLC uh, on Fallout New Vegas, it's 30 hours main story, 58 main and extras, 118 and a half if you're a completionist. So that's, that's a me. lot. That's a lot. That's I'm in I'm in the 118 hours. I'm all I'm all for these really? games, man. The yeah, minute yeah. They, the wow. minute they uh actually I think I have more than that. The ultimate edition's higher. It's like uh 100 no, it's actually yeah, it is higher. 179 hours. The ultimate edition isn't that with the DLC? That's everything, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's everything. The whole 179 the, hours. The DLCs are pretty big. Eight hours for they're, one, six uh, for yeah, another, ten for another. Some of my favorite DLCs I've ever played. We're in this series. What was your favorite? There's Honest Hearts, Old World um, Blues. Old World Blues was my favorite. Yeah. Then uh, Dead Money. Got it. Then Lonesome Road, yeah. and then Honest Hearts. Wow. Was Honest Hearts the sci-fi like space travel thing with the robot heads? No. That was Old World Blues. Oh, that's a good one though, right? That's the one Veronica's the light switch. Oh, that's right. Eh. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. And yeah. Dead Money is really hard. Mm. So because it was just so difficult. It was frustrating, but then satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I like that world enough to, I'm going to keep playing and it's fun to see these graphical upgrades that are, you know, it's all community driven stuff Mm -hmm. and the game is already pretty and it looks even better now. Have you, have you seen this? Uh, I was going through the mods and of course one caught my attention right away. It's called test five Skyrim mods. Yeah. Uh, interesting stuff. Oh, they've got like booby mods and they've got, I mean, they've got everything you can stand. They've, they've got a mod that'll turn a dragon, turn every dragon you see into, um, rowdy or, uh, no, uh, who's the, who's the snap into a Slim Jim wrestler? I forgot his name. Randy Macho Man Ma- Savage. Ra- Macho Man Savage becomes the <laughs> dragon. And every time you see him, he's got kind of his glasses and face. That's awesome. And he's he kind, has, like, and he's going, fringe yeah, jacket instead of making dragon noises. Oh yeah. gosh, that's awesome. It's ridiculous. And these dragons would, are the size of dragons. They're like these giant, you know, lizard in the sky things. Yet they look like him. It's weird. I would totally have to find that mod yeah, just to play it. You need to play that game, period. Like I think uh, you'd love it. I have it. been. I have been. Have I you played been? it a few yeah, yeah. And then I get busy and start playing Destiny and yeah. Yeah. Well, Skyrim, still got it, man. Twenty eleven still here. It's still a good game. Anyway, all right, Phoenix Rage, fun, great, hard. There it is. Scribble Knots, I got for four ninety nine. Such a cute game. Yeah, it's fun. I like the DC angle. Uh, I'm uh, I continue to be bad at that game. I was talking on the Boop Show about this, but when I had to go help Commissioner Gordon get his car fixed, I couldn't think of a word that would help him. So I was putting in repair center, <laughs> car garage, engine. <laughs> I put new engine. <laughs> Like oh, these terrible responses, and we—he only ever needed a wrench. Oh, I'm terrible at this game, but I—I I always love Scribble Knots, so I'm. Willing is it to unlimited play. or unlimited? I don't think. Mm. Isn't it Scribble Knots Unlimited? No, 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 no I'm sorry. That's not the United. One. United. United. Scribble Knots United. Yeah. No, is that right? Uh, hold on. Uh, Scribble Knots uh, Forever. No. Unlimited. No. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Scribble Knots Unlimited. This is the one with Warner Brothers that deal with DC characters. So, yes. Is that right? Hold on. Yeah, that's right. No. I don't think it is because I'm looking at the Wikipedia page and there's no DC characters You're on right. the album. You're right. Hold on. What's this called? Scribble Knots. Scribble Knots. Unmasked. Uh, yes. Ooh, that's it. Is that yeah. it? Yes, yeah, that's, that's it. it. Unmasked. Unmasked. Thank you. Yeah, you're right. Unlimited is that iPad one. Anyway. It's, it's also. Um, on Steam as yeah, well. Yeah. 
Anyway, it's good. I like it. I like it's it. Awesome. It's fun. It's always fun. It's just a stupid, How- fun, dumb game. I like it. Though I do feel a little defeated in the game when I can't spell a word. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, no. So, so I'm, I, like, yeah. I'm like, like, what's? How do I spell the whatever? Your gigantic uh, botulism yeah. or whatever you're trying to write. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I'm. I really just struggle in common situations for words that shouldn't elude me so much. And then I have to go to Google and then type in the wrong spelling, and hopefully Google will know what word. I use Google as my dictionary all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it still won't do penis. I've noticed that. So check that first thing I did when I got penis. in there. Penis. Penis. Big penis, because you, you know it does adjectives now. So you want to, you want as big as you can get. I did get into a giant robot and beat the Joker. Was it the Joker? No, Dead Eye or Dead Dead Eye? Dead Eye? Dead Eye? Dead Eye? Dead he's, who? He's a villain, isn't he? Dead? Not Deadpool. Yes, Dead Eye. Yeah. Uh, all right. So there's that. And then I played a crap ton of Diablo. A lot. Uh, I got a a seasonal because they're doing seasons now right where you start a new character from from nothing and build them out as fast as you can with all the stuff and these unique rewards and things you can't get in the regular game and then when the season ends that stuff all carries over into your main character pool and you Mm. get to keep that guy and there's a lot of reasons to do it anyway i wasn't sure how i was going to feel about it i really liked it a lot Um, are you preparing for your october 4th playthrough uh what wait why what? Because on October 4th, all three of us are going to be doing a game-a-thon, and you and Dunaway chose Diablo, oh, Diablo. 3. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I thought what's you meant I, we had to... Yeah, yeah. yeah, Brian Dunaway, you're on the list, dude. You did it. You had I know to, I did. Okay, I you did. volunteered. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I am looking Diablo forward to that. Diablo is my primary. I wish that that feature was on the console version. It's not. You can't do seasons or any of the 2.10 hmm. stuff, and they're still not saying whether that'll even come there, so... Uh, but anyway, I really liked that a lot and I hit 70 and I got some Paragon and I did well, uh, really enjoyed it. Had fun the entire time, did some grouping, did some solo, did some stuff. And now I have a, a sweet level 70, a, uh, demon hunter that I can use whenever I want him. But now I'm back to my wizard doing stuff with my wizard and it's just, I love that freaking game. I can't get enough of it. And then I played marriage simulator 2014. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. My daughter got married, and that's all that was. Yay. Brian, what have you been playing? Well, just to hop back on Diablo just for a second. I, I had mentioned recently that I, I had hopped back into Diablo yeah. myself, uh-huh. and uh, I had a little bit of trouble because before I had stopped playing this last time around, I had uh, kind of jumped in other people's games, mm-hmm. and so I would kind of stopped doing my campaign and was running along with other people dur- during their campaign. So I leveled up really well. And then uh, then I came back to just play through the campaign myself, and I was way, way far ahead on levels compared to what the content I was getting. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know what you I did. Was, you did something weird. Right. Like I said, I was, I was like level 30 ending, uh, getting near the, the end, near of end of Act 1. Yeah, that's weird. And, uh, you know. I was just like, I was so bored. I'm like, oh, come on. I don't know what you did. I really don't just know how you, were th- already. how you were 30 and just leaving Act 1 is beyond me. I, I, I Like I said, I think it, I, well, you know, I played it when it first came out. I don't know what had happened, if any content had changed. Well, or, definitely, there's big content changes. So you, right, what probably so, happened is, what, however, whatever style you were playing with when you started, that right. got shaken up when 2.0 came out and they changed that whole loot system and XP system. Exactly. And you were just in a weird, a weird, weird corner. So yeah, I don't know what's right, up. But, but I'm in the middle of Act Two now, and I've kind of, I've kind of loaded, I've balanced out a little bit, and uh, yeah. so I'm no longer, I'm no longer uh, having as hard a time of, of uh, 
of uh, going to sleep well, while just, playing Diablo Just keep 3. cranking through it, and you'll get there. Right. 70 is, uh, is fast now. I mean, the game's... 70 is the new 60? Oh, yeah. Well, if you have the expansion. If, right. If you don't have the expansion, do. it's still 60. So I do, have the, I do have the expansion. And so, yeah, so I played that. But then this past week, uh, Nicole was giving me some smack talk uh, <laughs> last week about what demos I was playing. So I refused to play any demos this week. Smack so talk. Instead, right, right, right. Right. So instead, I played it. Uh, I played it. I plated the uh, loaded campaign, which is actually in beta. Sounds so like you not- plated. Uh, plated. Uh, <laughs> I plated. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Loaded? That get yeah, the shooter loadout. game? No. Loadout. Load yeah. Loadout campaign. Yeah. Loadout campaign. What is, the hell is, is loadout? It, it's like called loadout. That's right, isn't it? Wait. That's what it's called. Is that the one with those third-person shooter guys with the big mustaches and they look and they yeah, all Yeah, look- yeah, totally. They have a loadout. campaign yeah. coming? Yeah. It's going to be free to play and it's uh, they've got the campaign beta. It's, it's on... Uh, the PVE campaign beta. I have not so heard about of, this. That's exciting. I love. I really right? like that game. I would love to play a like little single player content in there. Oh, so, well, you're not really single player, but it's campaign. Oh well, what the hell's so, that about? It's yeah. kind of so explain play. So it's PVE is what it is. Yeah. So yeah. all right, so it's a multiplayer shooter kind. Of, and if you look at it, the first thing you're going to think is, oh look, somebody took uh, Team Fortress Two and made another game. Because it kind of looks like that. The characters yeah. are outrageous and like they're large. It's good. And they're silly looking and very cartoony. I played the hell out of it. I just suck at it. So Right. But yeah. that's where the similarities really end. That that initial look is kind of where it ends. It's a lot more it's a lot more brazen, more like uh more like Borderlands. The the, the comedy is a little bit more risque. When I, I felt like Fortress. the gameplay, the actual like feeling I had playing it felt more right. like Quake Three Unreal Tournament days to me. It, Exactly. It feels yeah. like a Quake Quake Arena, which, by the way, Quake Live, which is just basically Arena re, redone, yeah. uh, is is available now free to play through Steam. Yeah. So instead of playing it through that stupid browser, yeah, but you know what's crap, weird? Whatever. I installed it. the The interface is still kind of like HTML. It's weird. It yeah. It's it's uh. We'll see how the port goes. I started to play it, but anyway, yeah. The game's I mean, we fine do, the, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. The actual game of it looks like Quake Three, and right. you're just doing what you do. But the the interface to get in and select all your options and stuff, it's way weird. I'm not sure it how is. I feel about it. And I and I do know this. I was bad at Quake 3 in 99, and I'm really <laughs> bad at it now. So I was okay at it. But, yeah, you're right. This is a little faster-paced game than, than maybe used to. It's, I would say it's, it's a little bit faster than Team Fortress, just a little bit, the Team yep, Fortress 2. Totally agree. Um, and and the, the unique parts about this game is your the part I played anyway, the campaign beta. Uh, you're basically defending a point, and you're defending against aliens. Now I haven't been able to figure out. I'm assuming that the the onslaught of aliens who are trying to capture your 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 point during the campaign is uh, just all computer. Yeah, because it's, it's going to uh, be AI. I don't understand what yeah, the point of this thing being in a PVE if there is an actual environment to fight. I assume that's who they right. are. So exactly. So I got online and I was a little bit concerned because immediately I'm seeing, hey, a new new game, but. It requires that other people be online at the same time. So I went and found a match, and I got immediately concerned because when I hit find a match, it started going. <laughs> and was thinking about it. And I'm like, oh crap, this is not going to be good. But no, it, it was pretty quick. It found me. A, it found me a match, and it didn't wait for all four player slots to be to be filled, which is which is what I was had at four player slots. It just waited until one other person came online. I hopped on there, and then there was two bots on our team. Can you and, not just uh, we get in there though with points. bots? Can you do just you and bots? I haven't gotten that far. I played for maybe like about four hours, but that was enough. Just uh, I really didn't like even got through even part of the content because you get you get sidetracked doing uh, all the 
the the stuff like uh, crafting your weapon. And it's not it's not totally craftable. It's a little bit on rails because you can choose certain parts of your weapon that you can uh, upgrade and modify as you go along. Yeah. And of course, there's in-game purchases which I'm not doing. Well, this but was all. Purchase- I mean, this was all part of the core game too. These are. The oh, same. this is yeah. This yeah, was yeah. this was built totally around that free to play. Sure. But you know, you're gonna buy stuff as you go along, so you can upgrade and get right. little packs and stuff. So right. you can grind it all. I-, I like a game that lets me right. do it naturally if I want to. You know. Exactly, and I'm grinding it, and it's a little bit slow, but it's not, it's fun. It is a it is a lot of fun. It's fast fast action. Uh, I like. I've only played one class so far, which is kind of like the soldier kind of class. Yeah. And I, I know that somebody else is playing a medic because they shoot you apparently with some kind of goo. They'll because uh, at first I was a little bit concerned because I was thinking, oh, team damage, don't do that, man, don't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah, but he's he you. he shot me, and uh, there was like this green goo going over top of him and my health started going up i'm like oh you're the medic well i don't know that he's overtly a medic so the way that game works unless the the pve stuff might be different but the way the game works at the multiplayer core is you're not really picking classes you're just outfitting your weapon to be offensive defensive uh that's where the loadout goes snipery or yeah the loadout is everything in that game right right it's totally customized we don't really pick pick a class but by default you get a class like yeah and uh, my class like was kind of like, you know, you have the 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 gun and some kind of rocket launcher. By the way, you don't want to shoot. In, you don't want to use the rocket launcher to jump because no, unlike no, Quake, yeah. it's not going to help you much, and you just blow your leg off. By the way, very graphic. Yeah. As you, it's got it's got progressive character damage. So as the you blood get, in this game is awesome. Yeah. Oh, it's it is awesome. incredible. Way more blood. More blood comes out than it is even possible to be in the body. It just, just gooshes out. It's like a Saturday Night Live skit. It's so just much like fun to watch. Spurting and squirting. Yeah. And, uh, Very effective, yeah, you, too. It doesn't feel like video game blood. It, it's, it just no. it looks real liquidy. and, and It's like ooze. Yeah. It's like a gooey plasma goo. Yeah. It's, it's and it really feels cool. like it has volume and it comes out of weird places and you lose half right. your... Like you'll be running around with your ribs <laughs> hanging out at some point with blood just dripping behind you. It's really well done, that stuff. It is. It is, and and uh, you can test your when you when you get a gun upgrade, yeah. uh, you can upgrade your gun. You can test it out, and that's one of my favorite parts. That kind of slows the game down a little bit, and you get in this little test arena, and they pop up stupid little dummies, and it kind of re- reminds me of the characters from Redneck Rampage. You ever play that oh, way yeah. back in the day? Yep. You know, it's kind of you know you got this really big fat redneck looking woman who sometimes is just wearing nothing but pasties, yep. which is quite disturbing. But anyway, yeah, when you when you uh, when you shoot the characters, like I said, they got progressive damage. And when they get near the end, they're actually just walking around with two eyeballs just br- stick this hanging off of a brain stem. So it's, it, yeah. it's, it's quite graphic. Yeah. That's right. I think I have seen that. It's pretty gnarly. It's, it's pretty gnarly, but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I hope that everybody keeps playing it so that there's, uh, there's a, that, that I'll be able to play. Yeah. Please, please, people, play it. And it's, I am definitely, uh, not, I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't. I want that game to be – now that you just got me all excited about a campaign I did, but what you're describing sounds right. a little bit basic, like they're not going too crazy yeah. with it, which, uh, no. whatever. No, Could no. be worse it's, it's, I, I haven't. I haven't heard any – I don't know if they're going to add voices and stuff later, but I'm pretty happy with where it's at now uh, as, as far as not being – because, you know, T, TF2 kind of has a lot, of, a lot of banter and little com- comedic things going on. I prefer not having that in this. It feels a little bit grittier. It feels a little bit more – uh, I don't know. It just feels a little more because you're you're constantly shooting birds. If you if you get killed and you and you and you go down while you're laying there waiting to be rezzed, you you just sit there with your finger up in the air. 
yeah. shooting a big old bird towards everybody. That's, so yeah, that's pretty pretty rude. A game. It's it is it is rude but fun, and uh, it seems very deep too. I was I was looking through the store just trying to see, you know, if I did decide to spend ninety nine cents, what can my ninety nine cents buy? Ooh, a lot of stuff. And the character there's there was only three characters I saw so far, and that's a a a huge massive barrel chested white guy, uh, a huge barrel chested black guy, and a huge barrel chested woman. Uh, white girl. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, but from that point, you can, you can, uh, customize them in so many different ways, but only if you spend money. You got to spend money or you got to collect the coins. I guess you could grind it out long enough. You could collect enough coins, but I don't know. I didn't see any way that could do it in the campaign beta. Hmm. Um, but yet, oh man, some of the stuff that you can, you can dress them out in though, mm-hmm. it's been one of the first games that I've seen. That I've actually considered going. You know what? I would actually like to have that cool ass vest. I'm almost actually tempted to spend the 99 cents. These people are the closest that I've I've come across yet that made me separate from my money. Mm, so I gotta way, say yeah. that's really good. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, no, they're doing now, who, great. People like the game. It's well thought of. It had a rocky launch, but it's been fine since. So good for them. Oh yeah. Good for them. Totally. Now the uh, the other game that I do not give my money towards, and you would think I would. You is should. Simpsons. I should You've been totally playing it for like two years now. Screw them. Give okay, them a Simpsons, dollar. Jeez. Right. Jeez, Simpsons tapped cheapskate. out. I know. Simpsons tapped out. Uh, you can buy donuts. And I've, I've been playing catch up uh, on that game because the, the ho- my favorite times to play is during Halloween and Christmas. And so I've kind of ignored it through the summer. I haven't played it at all. Yeah. And of course, if you, if you play it tapped out, you know that they have a lot of uh, they have seasonal stuff that comes throughout the whole year. And uh, so I jumped back in, fully thinking I would just, you know, click a couple of times, get called up and be good to go. No, are you crazy? <laughs> there, There is so much stinking content that is half done mm-hmm. and all this other content that's coming in. I am in absolute overload and I have just pretty much just given up. They've right. got to figure out a way to to allow someone to. Stop playing the game for a little while and come back because well, this right is the, now dude, this is, is the problem is you, totally they have broken. to satisfy two groups. One is you, right. who's a casual player who's coming back over time, and then there's others like Nicole for the longest time Hello. where she was so are you there. I'm still, still I'm I'm still playing. Oh, oh I, mean, I, 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 I you, you in, couldn't hear us. No, no, no. I check into. I was saying hello. That's me. <laughs> hello. Well, that's what I'm saying. So to keep you satisfied, they need to have constant updates and. I you know one somebody's going to get hosed. It's a hard gotta, balance, is what I'm saying. It's not hard to catch up. It's not like this is. I I don't know, man. I mean, you don't realize how much I'm okay with them giving me a brief description of it, but when you have to read everything that all the characters have to say, for that's why each it's called part tap. It, you go tap 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 tap. Yeah, tap. <laughs> and then you know what happens? I actually click on a whole bunch of other crap, and I'm like, crap, what happened? Okay, now I got to go back. And so I feel like all I'm doing is just going sounds tap, like tap, user tap, error. Tap, 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 tap. User error. No, it sounds it sounds like user bored. It's like user <laughs> bored to death. Please, please. I mean, they've already got a catch up mechanic in some of the other parts of the game where it's like, okay, you're behind. You know, I would even I would I would even go as far as saying I would give these stupid people a dollar if they let me play catch up. Here's a dollar. Here's two dollars. Let me catch up. Just leave me the hell alone with all this crap. I don't yeah. want to see all of it because right right now I'm in the middle of a kind of a clan wars thing. That they've they've mm-hmm. done their last big thing they're doing and it's kind of wrapping up, but I'm having to go through all the stupid steps and I don't mm-hmm. want to go through all the stupid steps. I just want to get out of my way and give me the Halloween content. I don't, I don't know how I feel about all these portable mobile games adopting the Clash of Clans model. I don't know how I feel about. They're that. only do, Simpsons is only doing it for like a little, you know, to 
to pass the time until we get to Halloween. That's all they're so doing. So you're sure they're trying. not trying to inject it in fully in? No. Like, that new no, Star no, 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 Wars no. game, it's, which is pretty good, is basically Clash I've of Clans. I've heard a lot of people that are tapped out fans. Now, these are people that I actually personally know at work and in other locations where they have not been very happy with Ooh, the Clash of Clans. They don't on. like the Clash tell of us, Clans. Tell us about this other location. Where where else have you been? Uh, oh, okay. I can't say. All right. Uh, anyway, no, they say they, they don't like that model. My mom's house, my mom's house is the other location. Oh, that's the other location. And, uh, so okay. my, my, right, go ahead. I was just going to say the business model for for this game is to satisfy their long term players because those are the people that are probably spending the money, not the kind of light users like yourself, unfortunately. Yeah, so. I agree. Can I can I talk about the person that I know personally who has spent hundreds of dollars on Tapped Out and recently purchased? This is not me, a um, Nvidia Shield tablet. You're kidding. That wasn't so you. That, You're kidding. N- no, I, I didn't. He let me borrow this. He let me borrow this. Yeah. And uh, because he got it and it will not play since it's tapped out. And he purchased this thing specifically Why so would that he, he can have that? a better experience since it's tapped out. Why would he do that? That's ridiculous and to buy he, that for tapped out. He is not enjoying the tapped out he's Clash not, of Clans crap. He's not, he's not normal, though. With him buying that, that NVIDIA thing just for tapped out, that's, right. what, what is he thinking? That's crazy. Tell him that, because right? he got it, and we we worked on it, and I'm, I actually have it in my possession right now. I've been playing with it all day, and I want to I want to get it hooked up to my uh, my Nvidia card because I, I I should be able to fully unlock all of his features once I start playing some of these games through Steam through the tablet through my video card, which he does not have. But yes, we worked diligently to try to uh, get tapped out to work on his shield. And there is very little help from EA. Yeah, but that's like saying I can't get. I just bought a car and but I no, cannot no. get a it lot, to make a me a people, smoothie in the morning. Like a lot of people are having Kit Kat problems. No, 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 Kit Kats. No, no, no. Forget about but, all but that. Forget about that. I'm not. I'm not saying yeah. they're not. But why does he need okay. that Nvidia stuff to play Tapped Out? What was he playing well, it on before? Of, he was playing on a maybe a Samsung Galaxy, I think, or something like he that. Should just do I'm that. trying to remember. Well, it wasn't. It was getting slower. It was getting slower and slower. So oh. it was kind of an older one. Oh. So you know, it was just. It was time for him to upgrade. Yeah. yeah. And he and he read the uh, he read the the specs. You know, he's he's a he's a hardware junkie. So he likes the, he likes the specs. Yeah. He read all the specs on it. And he liked what he saw. Unfortunately. Yeah. Is uh is is causing hell. What a weird weird deal that is, though. To get that, that right. seems overkill to me. I understand it for all the other reasons you'd get it, but to get it primarily right. as a tapped out device, that's that's odd. Well, I wouldn't say he. I wouldn't say that he only thought he was going to play tapped out, but it is. It's my. It's my. Just totally what he plays. Hundreds of dollars. Oof. Hundreds of dollars. I've spent a hundred dollars, but I've I've spent some good money on on tapped out. This man. This man plays tapped out every single day. Yeah, every, I do too. Multiple times a day. Every <laughs> I do single too. Day. I day. check it in the morning and then I check Lunch, it right before I go to bed. Dinner. <laughs> every 30 seconds of the day. Every stinking morning. Yeah. He's like, hey, have you seen the new content? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> And uh, so now I'm now I'm now I'm paying for it uh, dearly, trying to uh, to trying to catch that's up a, on that, Simpsons tapped out. That's a weird thing to get, though. Tell him that way. Tell me. Well, I don't. Good. I don't care. I didn't argue with him because I wanted to play with it. Well, no, no, no. That's a pretty. <laughs> it's it's like, a neat piece ahead. of hardware in some ways, but I right. see a dedicated. This may end machine. up being something that I purchased from. We'll have to see. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. Um. All right. So you got that. 
And how's this? Uh, oh, and then you talked about the shield tablet. Got yeah, it. Shield Nicole, what's going on in Destiny? What are you doing in there? How's that going? But I got to level twenty. Yeah. And now Annie. I'm. Def- uh, that's that's the cap. Yeah. Well, um, the hard, the soft cap. You got another what? Yeah. Thirty level or twenty so levels of light can, or whatever. Yeah. So I can find gear that has light on it, mm-hmm. and that will level me up to what twenty six. Mm. Or up something to, like up, that. Up to 30 is the max. Up to 30. Up to 30. Yeah. I see a lot of 26, uh, level I, 26. I think that's where now. things get real rough. Around mm-hmm. 26 toward 30 to get that final grind out. I think that's yeah. where people get stuck. Not stuck, but so, it just takes a long time. So I've played through the entire campaign. I got to Mars, went through all the levels. Um, yeah, the, the story is a little light, but I still got a decent story to the point where I'm compelled. I want to know, like, I want to know more about this world. I want to know why we're fighting the Vex. Why I want to know. I, I just want to know. Um, well, all you have left now is that new raid event, right? That's, there's going to be content coming out in December. Sure. There's two DLCs coming out in December. Do you know if that stuff um, is story-based then? Is it is it going to give closure to some of the story stuff or is it all, you know? I'm not sure. You know. Um, I need to I need to research because right now what I'm looking at is because once you hit 20, you can then um, pick a faction. So I found a really great guide on Reddit that goes through faction rep, vanguard marks. And this is all kind of as you're grinding to 30, I guess, to, to level up. And I haven't even been in. So I've only done strikes, three man strikes, mm-hmm. which is Basically, your five man raids in WoW. Yeah, and they're hard. Yeah, they're really hard. Lots of wipes. Um, Lots of starting over. Oh, it's so much fun though. Um, uh, Chinbeard, Bill Duran, uh, myself, and Mark would go in there, and uh, it was really cool because Bill's wife Brittany works at Bungie, so she would tell us where the gold chests were. Mm. <laughs> 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 they're like, there's some over here, um, and we did sure. a. I think we did a strike. Uh, on Venus, and yeah, strike that was your Venus. Strike, strike on Venus is the name of my the honeymoon cover band. Anyway, what? Right, but strike it was on your Venus. It was just it was so hard, and I was really thankful she was in the in the group because Mark kept dying, and I'm jumping around. I and I'm trying not to cuss, so I, I I'm starting. To use, I say balls a lot when when because you get down to like almost nothing when you're de- dying you're just running and you're hoping you just don't get hit one more time um because in those strikes in those raids if you die everybody has to start all over again yeah so done. yeah and don't um, you and some of that so, so, so like the raid content's like a real raid in an mmo right the raid leader guy or the strike leader guy has to be present or else you can't continue from strike where leader. you last ended up you can do multiple nights in the same stuff they're like wings. oh i I didn't, I didn't, there are three bosses. Yeah. I didn't realize that we could stop. We just plowed through the whole thing. Oh, you just kept it going, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's how that works. I could <laughs> that be wrong. Be, that would make sense. I could be wrong. I am so, so not enamored with it. I have had this hardest time keeping playing. I just, I don't know yeah. what it is, this particular I, game. For me, I love that I can pick it up yeah. and just, I, Mateo is asleep for the night. I sit down, I can play for an hour, just shoot a bunch of crap and get some gear, yeah. <laughs> get, some gear get some loot. And this of is course, what I, this is what I get out of Diablo. It's the same sort of thing I get out of yeah. that game. Yeah. Um, now there's the loot cave, which is really awesome. That's a glitch Wait, I heard, loot? though. What's a loot cave? That's a glitch so, that's getting patched, I think, isn't it? I know, because Bill said 
oh my goodness. I said, don't tell Brit. And they're like, oh, they know about it. And a patch just came out. They didn't patch it. They're supposed to be, though. They're, hold on. There's some bungees, lingering bugs, something, something. It's, it's, it's a place in, um, in, on Earth. It's when you go into patrol mode, yeah. you can run to this area. And the way that the, they, the fallen spawn, you can basically stand past this, this pillar and they'll just spawn and you just sh- keep shooting. You need at least two people to make sure that the fallen don't get out of the cave. And so you just keep shooting, shooting, shooting. And then, you know, about 10 minutes pass, then you'll go in and collect all your loot and come back out. And it's the perfect spot, too, because this is where public events happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was standing there for maybe an hour or so. Uh, got a couple levels. Got a ton of awesome gear. Hey, Nicole, just, where you at? I'm in just, the loot cave. I'm in the loot cave. <laughs> it says here so. there's a bunch of – I'm just looking it up. It's uh, There's a bunch of references to them fixing this, but I, I don't know uh, when that happens. You hope it doesn't happen. Find, find the loot cave. Yeah. It's awesome. Find it while it's and here. This is where the, when you're level 20, this is – I mean, this is the grind. You're, you're trying to find the loot. So it's at least – I look at – I'm not spending all my time there. I go there on occasion. I don't have a problem. I must spend all my time there. You, do, do you? <laughs> you sound like an alky. You rem- no, it reminds I mean, me like that time. Gameplay. It reminds me of that time you showed me that town that was all oh, in Red Dead, jacked up in Red Dead. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> it's a bit like that. It, it kind of. It's, not, it's an yeah, exploit. I mean, yeah, it's, it's totally a, an exploit. It's an exploit, and I am not above exploits. No, or flow or whatever. I remember though. It's uh, even toward the end of that though. I remember you saying on Skype, like, <laughs> "I'm starting to feel bad about killing this town over and over." <laughs> so eventually. Yeah, eventually yeah. my guess is they will swoop in and they will do something Maybe. about this cave because i don't think they intend to have this be what it it's is. awesome though i love it yeah. so cave is leaking loot, loot man. Cave. it's just a big dump of loot in there that's so but crazy. i had a great time with the single player campaign i did a lot of the levels on my own because i wanted to see how i wanted to crank up the difficulty and when you when you run those uh stories by yourself very challenging mm-hmm. so Right. But it's a lot of fun with other people too. So I believe you. Just for whatever okay. reason, it's not oh, yanking my chain. Okay. I don't That's know right. why. I wanted to. I bought the damn thing. I wanted to be. It's just not I don't, singing I don't, that song to me. I don't know. I don't think yanking my chain is the right thing that you wanted to say. Well, maybe it's because check this. I out. don't think. I don't think it's cranking your shaft <laughs> is what you meant to say. Maybe it's because the 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 weird eyed like pale race whatever they are the second <laughs> one when I play those guys. The voice of the male is hmm. the voice of the wizard in Diablo. And whenever I hear him talk, I just go, oh, I could be playing Diablo right now. You know what I wish uh, Diablo had done this past week? What? I wish they hadn't have went down for almost a day during the time that, that I had time their to fault. play. Yeah, it wasn't their fault. Nor, Diablo, nor, it was planned. I thought it was planned. No, upgrade. no, no. Destiny and same day, Destiny and Diablo both got hit with DDoS attacks, and it was bad. Oh, I thought they were doing so. It said it said scheduled update from like midnight to six thirty or they always 12, do that. Eleven. They something. do that every. It's, they do that every week. That's always a thing they do. What are you doing up at that time playing games? You well, should- it said it said Pacific time, and I was like, "Well, when specific specifically?" And it said it said around eleven, and I said, "But this is like three my time." 
Yeah, why would you want to? Yeah, that's their normal like, maintenance. They do this every they week. They took care. Yeah, they took care. But of that me. DDoS thing was bad, and it ended up killing like people. I mean, it hit everybody. World of Warcraft, the Starcraft, all the all the Blizzard stuff got nailed. Destiny got yeah. creamed. And those I don't know why people are doing that. Who would who would DDoS game for this the lulls? People. For the lulls, man. For the lulls. Yep. <laughs> so uh, maximum AIE in the chat room wants to know what soft cap means it just means that the game's not going to give you another level with the xp yeah the so. the way you get to 30 is light on gear and so that means gear drops having gear drops. having light as an attribute will add up to 30 eventually if you grind out yep. enough gear yeah, but your actual get- level will not it doesn't I, I guess your xp turns into money or currency yeah it's a currency that you get after 20 or th- something that you can then exchange for weapons or gear or other tokens and things like that i still think the biggest goof in that game is when i would get like some awesome unidentified item have to take it back to town have it identified Mm -hmm. which is a giant you know it's a big trip to go back there and do that and then have it be something i can't use or that's why the loot cave is cool because then you just load up that's true (laughs) and then you go back there's no way that lasts (laughs) there's no way they do that can't be. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm dying to know By a little way, bit about Wasteland 2, though. I'm okay. dying because I Before want Before I get to Wasteland 2, yeah. Destiny, uh, the free weekend this week weekend with uh, free PSN. What? what are they freeing you? Multiplayer. Oh, whole... oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so uh, if, you, if you do have... What, do you just download well, the client or something? Or what yeah, I don't know. It? No, it's you just... know what it is? It's probably a bunch of extra XP or something, right? Because you can't just get the game, I would assume. Like free. It's open. Oh, open multiplayer weekend. That's what it is. Oh, this weekend. What does that mean? Just anybody can uh, open Any it up. Of us yahoos can get in there because you play have to have with PS4. You have to have plus. Oh, so. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, I see. Right, you can play that without plus. Got yes. it. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. A plus free environment. All right, very nice. All right, tell me about um, uh, Wasteland Two because this is a game I've been eyeing since the Kickstarter, and I yep. I have a feeling it's right up my bum. But I haven't checked it, and now I don't know what to think because all the reviews are kind of good, but I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. So what do you think? What do you like? So I invested $30 two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Over two years ago. Nine bucks less than I would have paid for finally, it today. Finally got my game. Mm-hmm. And it is... I, I, I didn't... Let me just say, I didn't play Wastelands 1. Yeah. So um, it looked cool. It had, you know the post-apocalyptic feel to it yeah, and yeah. you know me i like those types of games sure. um and i fired it up and started it and i'm really digging it yeah no, I got your um, money's worth. yeah in fact i got two copies of this game <gasps> sweet <sighs> if mark doesn't want to play it i will send you the extra copy oh you don't even know how awesome that little present would be that'd be early christmas man yeah, it, but only if he doesn't want to. If he doesn't want to play, it. I don't think he's going to play it. No. So turn-based tactical. Um, it made me think of the game you thought I would enjoy that uh, original Sin game. Oh, um, no, 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 no. You know what I'm uh, talking about, the, right? Uh, fan- Shit! What's the name of that game, Brian? Hold on. Hold Divinity. on. Divinity. 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 Original Sin. There it is. Divinity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't love that. I didn't love it. It was a little too convoluted felt, and weird. I felt like I was running in sand and the response of moving everybody around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was afraid that's how I was going to feel about this one. And it's not. Right. I, if it, it just is fluid and it's fast and responsive. I kind of wish... Because uh, I just wanted to get in and play. Mm-hmm. And I had to spend some time like building my my team. Mm-hmm. 
So I just was, I really didn't research anything. I just was like, and put points to things that probably didn't even (laughs) really make sense. Um, But anyway, I got into it and I, the world's cool and they do a really cool live action open scene with actors. And I thought that was really, I loved it. Um, So I'm hooked. Yeah. I, I think you would, really like this game is it is the so the turn-based stuff is it um i love turn-based combat so i'm in i'm in i'll get it i'll just get it unless you if he doesn't want it you tell me otherwise i'll 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 double check with with him he hasn't turned on his pc in a while we've been playing a lot of destiny lately so i don't think he's gonna play this so i'll just go ahead and send you the the venue the 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 style of it i can't the word wouldn't come out the style of it is so my vibe like just that whole futurist or you know it's the future but we've all screwed up and now we're all living like cowboys again i just love that so you're talking back to um the base and as you're speaking with the commander you can type in different commands and there's secret secret words yeah i'm I'm guessing this was uh something you could do in the original um so i'm just typing in random words to see if it'll initiate (laughs) different oh, nice. types of content uh, uh different dialogue yeah. um i will i will say that i feel overwhelmed by the game but i think if i stick to it and the the tips are really helpful so the the tutorials and the tips and things like that are really helpful for someone brand new to the game um so i just think i need a little bit more time to get a handle on everything yeah no this is that's awesome I want I, now you've got me all excited. I haven't just Yay. I just haven't talked to any friends about it yet. I've talked I've read reviews and they're all mm-hmm. pretty high. Like everybody's like, oh yeah, true PC RPG and it's awesome. Blah. But I haven't talked to anyone who's actually played it. So yeah, now I feel better. Well, you have R Sharp in the in the chat room who's playing it. And he's loving it. Yeah. Um, he said Wastelands Two is not at all easy. Save a lot. You can actually turn on automatic saves. Like it'll save frequently. I think we're putting um, an S in there that isn't in there, isn't it? Wasteland too. Wasteland. Am I saying wasteland? Yeah, I did too, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah, just it, is, it is just wasteland. Something was not sounding right, and I looked it up. Yeah, yeah it's doing eighty uh, percent, which is pretty good on Metacritic. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, pretty universally loved by the users over there, which is kind of rare these days. I heard um, there was a little buggy in the beginning, but I haven't experienced any bugs yet. Well, they were, so. I mean, it's been in early access for a while. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of those reviews came out during some of that time. Um, but a lot of the ones I'm looking at here speak very highly of it. So PC Gamer really liked it. Shack News liked it. Yeah, I, I think I'm I think I'm in. You should be. Anyway. Brian, are you going to play this? Yeah. He will never play this. <laughs> that was your vibe. This yeah. is so not a game Brian will play yeah. for very long. Uh, all right. strategy. Well, that's very nice. Yeah. And uh, what's the maw? What the hell's that? Oh, so uh, listener oh, Neff. Yeah. Li- listener Neff sent this to me, and I finally got a chance to install. He sent me a couple of games, but this is one I was playing. It's really cute. It's it's just a a little alien dude, and you're using the maw, which is like yeah, this big goo- giant blob. Yeah, I right. guess he's like a big giant. He like reminds me of the uh, uh, the the giant bombs in Mario that are mm-hmm. like hooked up to the oh, chains. The or bombs, yeah. or no, bob bombs. Yeah, they're bob bombs. The big they? ones. Is the that big what they're ones called? They're like bob bombs. I think. Yeah, Whatever and it's cute. So it's it's a puzzler type game, and you're growing your maw, yeah. <laughs> and you're eating growing little your maw, eating different animals around the planet, and you're taking them by the by a leash. 
And yeah, it's just adorable. And I, I've, I've played like three levels on it so far. I hear it's a short game, but uh, uh, thanks, Neff. That, it's a really fun, cute game. Well, Liking it. Nice. So there you go. Neff's a nice guy. Always giving people cool things. Yeah. I like that guy. Uh, hey, oh, we at, have like one minute. Look before. at this. Yeah. You know what's here? <laughs> Let me tell you what's happening. This right here. Well, let's get some music. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. Tabletop Zone, Mr. Dan Patrice. Hello. Dan, what's going on, Dan? Hello. How's it going, guys? Good, man. It's good to have you back. How are you? Nicole, do you have to blow out? When do you have to go? I, I, can, I can hang out for another 15. All right, good. Well, uh, that's perfect. Uh, Dan, he is yeah. uh, always here with, like, <laughs> bearing gifts. You're like the Santa Claus of tabletop gaming, and uh, I love hearing what you are going to talk to us about. And since we missed last week, I don't remember if we had, like, a theme for you to be checking out or what the hell we were doing. Well, I had a, I had a game that I'm really high on, and this is a game that I think everybody listening and everybody on the show needs to go buy because this is in contention for my game of the year. And then I've got a real quick ethical question. Ooh. And uh, oh. I'm going to... I, I, I'm going to try not to fly through. I got to go pick up my kids from CCD. So I'm trying to, uh, I got to get through it. But, um, no worries. They took your kids away? <laughs> What's that? It took no, your no, kids no. Away? Uh, no, a religion class. Oh, religion oh, class. Okay. CCD, okay. Yeah, yeah CCD. What did you think it was? The C, the freaking the Center for Disease Control took them away? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> anyway. We have, this is, this is ground zero for the zombie apocalypse. Of course it is. Of course it is. <laughs> so, uh, it's called Five Tribes and it's by, uh, Days of Wonder. Those are the people that made, uh, Ticket to Ride. Yeah. And some other, uh, great games in Small World and some of the other great games like that. Now, uh, Five Tribes is a game. It's kind of a worker displacement game. Uh, what you do is you, you have a board that's got different tiles. It's five by six. I'm going to throw a little screenshot in the uh, chat room for you. Right. It's uh, five by six, and every one of the uh, tiles actually has three different color meeples on it. So on your turn, you're going to uh, pick up one of, the, one of the tiles. You pick up all the meeples on a tile, and you have to place them down one at a time, kind of Mancala-like. I don't know if you guys, you guys know what Mancala is. No, I do. I have no idea it's, what the hell is it's it. It's the old African bead game. You I, call it see man, I call it Mancala, but... I guess I've always said it wrong. Well, right? you're in the South, so nothing you the, say We counts. call it the white man collar. So what, hold on. Is it. that a thing with the little beads? Like You mean like the cal- the old calculator-looking thing? No, yeah, it, looks it, like, it looks like a, a wooden board, right, with like egg-shaped Exactly. It's got little it? pits in it, and it's mm, got right. like uh, it's got the different beads in it. Mm. So, so on your turn, um, so you use that kind of mechanism, which what that means is that you're going to pick up the three meeples, and then you put them down one by one, and you have to move uh, orthogonally, which is not diagonally, just uh, left, right, you know, up or down. <laughs> Uh, so you're putting them down. I'm glad you explained that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I know it's a pretty basic term. I don't mean to. No, no, talk, no, talk no. no. I didn't like know what it meant. Well. I'm glad you said oh, it. Oh, okay. No, he, um, <laughs> again, from the south. You got this. We're good. <laughs> now, the only rules that, that apply when you're putting your meeples down is the last meeple that goes down, it cannot be an empty tile. There has to be at least one meeple on there. And then the color you put down has to be the same color of at least one meeple on the tile you place down. So now there's uh, five different colors. When you place them down, you basically you pick up the ones that have the same color as that. So if you put a, a yellow meeple down, you basically grab all the yellow meeples down in the last tile, and you keep them in front of you, and that's for endgame scoring. The white ones are elders, and they, you get to use them to buy genies in the game and, uh, and do some other things later, uh, also endgame scoring. Uh, the green ones are merchants. You get to pull from the goods pile. There's a, there's a row of nine goods, and I'll get into that in a, in a second. Uh, there's blue ones, which are uh, builders. Now, you'll take the builders, and depending on how many other blue tiles are around the one that you land on, times that by the number of blue meeples in your hands, and you add in uh, any slave cards that you have. And then that's how many uh, 
basically coins you're going to get. And coins are kind of the same as victory points, but you use those to bid on turn order. And then there's the red ones that uh, are the assassins. Now, when you pick up the assassins, you get that's how many tiles away you can kill one meeple, basically removed from the board, or you can uh, make another player discard a yellow or a white tile, a white meeple in front of them. Now, the other cool thing is that you do, and the other action you do depends on what tile you land on. So you've got things like Oasis and Village, which you'll place those on the board, and whoever controls the tile, uh, and I'll tell you how you get control in just a second real fast, uh, at endgame you'll get extra scoring. There's also market spaces where you spend some of that money to get market cards. Uh, and then finally, there's uh, sacred places, which is how you also get genies. Now, genies will, when you get genies, they're just basically things that give you endgame points and give you special powers in the game, which is really cool because there's probably about 16 of them or something in the game, and they all give you special powers, mm. which is, uh, and, and that's each time you go. Now, if at any time when you pick up the meeples in the last tile you end up at, say there's a white uh, meeple left in one tile, and you land in it with another white meeple, and you pick them up, and then there's nothing left, you then put your camel on there, and you got control of that tile. Hmm. And nobody can wrestle it away from you, and that's end game points. This for is you. a this is a meeple heavy uh, uh, game, then. Isn't yeah, it? it's got about ninety meeples because every oh, wow. every tile has three meeples. You actually pull them all from a bag and you place them out randomly, three to a tile at the beginning of the game. Now, I kind of threw a lot of things out there, but it's really, really fun. At any time, with the goods, the way the goods come in, there's a, a chart that you'll have different, uh, when you turn in different types of goods, you'll get victory points from that. So if you turn in, victory. say, seven, seven different uh, goods tiles, you'll get 40 victory points. So you're doing a little bit of set collections. Now, since there's different paths to victory, you're trying, you know, whether you're going for just a builder strategy where you're just trying to get a whole bunch of money, or you're trying to control a bunch of tiles, get a lot of genies, or get a lot of goods. There's just a million different ways. The game is so much fun. There's some auction at the beginning of each round to determine turn order. So you're playing a little bit of mind games with each other. Yeah, but yeah. it's um it's it's a, just a completely awesome game. Um, I actually did, uh, myself and my uh, co-host Chris, we did a video uh, that's up on BGG that I'll put up on here. We did a video called First Play, Second Play. Mm. It's kind of a little review thing. Now, uh, the reason why we did sort of these things was that you get these people that you don't really know if they played the game a lot when they review it. And, and a lot of times people just play a game once and they give you you know, a review. Now, if they didn't hit them the first time, they may not like it. So we kind of figured you play it once, see how you like it, talk about it. You know, give your impressions, then play it again, and then see if your impressions change at all. Mm. So I thought that was kind of a unique way, especially mm-hmm. with board games. With Cult of the New, you may not, you know, a lot of times people don't don't play things a whole lot because right. you're constantly playing. Or if the, they did the it one, one time at Gen Con, came in with an impression, mm-hmm. and, and the second time they played it with their two buddies and his cousin, it may be a very different play experience and change the way they feel about it, either for the good or the worse or whatever. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I like that idea a lot. That's that's pretty cool. And this is going to be one of, like I said, it's probably, if it's not my game of the year, uh, if something beats it out before the end of the year, this is going to be pretty close. And this is well worth well worth it from Days of Wonder. If you uh, had to vote today, you'd say game of the year right now. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, this is the game of uh, 2014 in my mind. Um, and it just completely hit me out by surprise. when We we knew it was going to be good, but when I played it, I, I just it, it, I couldn't believe how good it was even for new players. I played it with my aunt and my uncle uh, the other day, and they're kind of lighter gamers. And I really didn't think, I just was almost like an experiment. But they loved it, and they picked it up after about uh, one round. Well, let's see. Really, really Look at you spreading the word, the good word. So let me ask you guys this. All right, here's the ethical quandary. Ready, go. Yep. So now, how do we feel about a game that has slaves in it? Oh, interesting. I like Star Wars. I mean, Return of the Jedi. Uh, now, and it also has assassins in it. Slave now, this, Leia, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. She was a slave. So, 
Um, now, so the, you so know, the even though it's a time when, period, thing? yeah, yeah. When, when is it set? I guess that's the question. Well, it's 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 got like it's Egyptian themed. So you're talking about a, a fictional Egyptian. Yeah, period. we do. We, we can deal with slaves. Uh, in that you know era, what? Right? I'm de- I can deal. Let me tell you something, that. Dan. This is what I really feel about this whole issue. I, you can put slaves. I don't care what your era is. Do in the future. Do in the past. Do in the present. I don't have a problem with that being a theme. It doesn't mean you condone slavery. Like the I, 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 you know, right. like if, well, I mean, for, it, so. For example, here's a good example. If you have a game like not a game, but let's say, oh, what's a good example of this? I'm trying to think of something I've seen recently, and something's it's just not coming to me. But if you're going to show the idea that people are being enslaved in some way or another it's a great way to discuss the real issue of slavery but also it like when you're dealing with uh playing a video game like pharaoh i used to love that game right it's an old uh, city building game on the pc called pharaoh back in the day uh and that game had slaves i mean that was one of your resources that's how you built stuff and i never once did i go oh man this game is making me insensitive to the plight of a true slave I, I feel like game mechanics and all their... I mean, how do we feel about shooting Nazis? How do we feel about, you know, punching a dude in GTA? Like, all of these questions are valid questions, but none of them strike me as... This doesn't strike me as any more unethical than any other question about content in games or board games or anything else. Yeah, I mean, if you give... Here's the thing, like, even something like that where I, I agree, I wholeheartedly agree because I, I don't think it's done poorly and I think it's just part of the game, but there's like 30-page threads with people just completely bashing a game just because it has, you know, slave cards in it. And it has I nothing to that. do with well, it, it. It comes with sensitivity. I mean, we're not sensitive to it because, well, we are sensitive in a way, but it's not, it's not currently happening in our country but i could certainly see how in other countries and other that sensitivities and I mean, context i'm sure it could be there, offensive to some there are underground trade and trafficking and i mean you can't say it's not happening because right. it still does happen today it's definitely happening right, but right, as right. a thematic element right i right. don't know where's the line then like yeah uh i mean it's, it's a value i think this is a totally it's a worthy conversation about whether or not this is whatever it is. But sometimes this stuff is literally just chalked up to somebody with a bunch of time on their hands on the internet mm-hmm. and they're yeah, making right. it seem like a much bigger deal than it might actually be to, to regular, uh, regular folks. But at the same time, you know, you can't be completely shut to it. I mean, the way I look at these things is kind of simple. It's like, well, if that's, if that is too much, the market will dictate it. And if it's not too exactly. much, then it won't. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like that's a thing that's existed in many other kinds of games, board games or otherwise. I don't know why they're cherry picking it now. Is there something about the game itself where it's super, uh, you know, much more prominent or something or the slave cards are treated in a different kind of way? No, or so that's the thing. They're just kind of currency card. I mean, maybe that's per, per, maybe that's why, because you can use them to pump up other actions. Mm. They don't really do a whole lot. You could have called them just about anything. You know, you just could have called them worker cards or something. I mean, are they glorified in the game as some kind of like, ah, oh, wouldn't, wouldn't it be great if slavery's still around? Because then we'd have this other form of currency where I could trade a dude for services. I mean, if, if, if they're pro-slavery and they have some sort of message like that, well, that would, that I can understand be, people being upset about that. Yeah. But, but a game that is just like, all right, we're set in a certain time period. We're portraying a, a world that has slavery in it. Therefore, this is a thing. It's kind of like saying, well... You know, you shouldn't have made that Gladiator movie there, Ridley Scott, because uh, it's got a bunch of slaves in there. <laughs> so, um, and, I, and I apologize, I'm going to run because I don't want to be late to pick up my kids, and, I, and I'm sorry to, to rush, guys. Next week, yeah, 
we're going to talk about another game that could very well make you cry when you play it. Whoa, what? That sounds crazy to me. I can't wait to see what and, kind and of meeple can make me cry. <laughs> if I step on a meeple on my way to the bathroom in the middle of the night, that'll make me cry. Uh, Dan, thanks, dude. Have fun and uh, good, hey, good father in there. Don't leave those kids waiting. That's a good thing. No problem. You guys have a great week. All right, we'll see Bye, you later. Dan. Bye. Hold on. There we go. Well, you know what I was, you know what I was doing while Dan was talking, selling your slaves as quickly as you could, instead of listening like I was supposed to be. What's that? I was playing Diablo three on my shield tablet. <laughs> See, this is the kind of gamer Brian is. Weird <laughs> hackery shit. This is he loves this. And I don't mean that in a pejorative way. I actually think it's awesome that you're into that crap. That you right. like to tweak it and hack it and torque torque with things until they bend to your will. I think <laughs> Do what I said. I think that's I wanna play Diablo yeah. on my shield tablet. The machines are his slaves. And Do they it. are they are Brian's currency. All right. Uh Nicole, how you doing over there? You, I'm you, good. You good? Okay. I'm yeah. going to play this here uh, news theme here real quick. I need food. One item today. It was a huge Steam update, mostly a visual one, to be honest, for me. That's what I noticed is everything kind of looks different. Um, oh, yeah. And included it, including in it is Steam Discovery. And this is a way for uh, – it's kind of confusing, I think, at this stage. It's, but it's a way it's for the, the thing to be able to say, oh – well, first of all, you can make your own lists of games. You can curate lists and give them to other people and say, here's why I would play these 20 games or whatever. But it's also, there's some built-in stuff that kind of tries to algorithmically tell what you like and, and what you might like that you haven't found before and make suggestions based on that. And when you see certain games, you can kind of vote them in ways like follow them or uh, don't show me this again or you know this kind of stuff to, to improve your selection of games. It's interesting. Uh, is to is to well they they're trying to tackle a problem that they're a success and that's because they've decided to have this green light thing where there's so many games coming out it's just insane yeah. and uh, so the store is becoming is becoming more and more difficult to try to get to what you're trying to find what you're trying to do is basically help you discover the games that you want to play I think it's a little asinine because I'm a I'm a searcher I'll search for what I'm looking for but. I can certainly see where it's probably a good marketing decision because uh, they probably will put games that these people are interested in in their faces a little bit more. And uh, I think it's good because then, then games that may not be seen because not everybody right. searches um, are brought to the forefront to the people exactly. that actually want to find them. Mm. Yes, agreed. Well, I love yeah. it, it's cool, right? I mean, it's it's good because they almost kind of created this monster and now they have to tackle it. So in, right. in a, in a real, very real way, Steam created a way for so many people to make lots of games and get them on a platform with lots of visibility. And then they kind of went, oh, shit. What do we do with all we this? Have too many, we have too many games. We don't have a way to search this effectively or let people see what's coming out that's new very effectively. So this is a step in the right direction, I think. And it's nice to see them working on it. The problem with, with Steam and with Valve, my only real problem with those guys at all, is that they don't tell you what the hell they're doing very Often and whenever they are doing something, they just kind of launch it on you, and you didn't expect it. Yeah, I woke up Monday morning. I'm like, I'm gonna get some Steam games. What the hell? Yeah, there's no like blog where they're like, Hey, we're working on this. Hopefully, in the next six months, we're gonna launch this cool new blah. They don't do that. Yeah, because they they don't. You at the forums, which is where most of that stuff is, is which you have to be. That's just as unwieldy as anything. Trying to yeah, you gotta be right. You gotta be right on the bone of of what's right. happening to know what the hell's going on there. So they have this thing called a discovery queue. So I just went into mine. I have eleven games in it. Guess what the first one is mm. for me? Borderlands. Yes. Oh. Is it really? The, 
the pre-sequel. The pre, yeah, the pre-sequel. Yeah, yeah. so I yeah. added that to my... So I went to the next one. Uh, number three is Goat Simulator. Yeah, nice. Um, Outlast is number four. I probably would like that one. That's a scary game. It's on sale and it's on, uh, it's, it's on my wish list as well. And, uh, I the Long I Dark. I haven't heard of this. <laughs> Are you going to... You're getting that pre-sequel thing, right? Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> I was just curious. <laughs> just curious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything. Everything. Well, good. Lovely. Yeah. I'm interested in this curator thing as well because uh, if you have a if you have a Steam group, yeah, which we do, yeah. the uh, the final score group, yep. you can become a curator, which basically means that uh, to start, you have to pick ten games that that you find interesting and basically review them to whatever. They don't really have any specifications as to what how you're supposed to review it. Are they going to uh, give me you, anything for doing this? No, you, it's just basically for, it's like an add-on for your for your followers. I guess you could sort of, kind of, because you can you can point to your uh, external uh, reviews. So I mean, if you were doing like, game, I reviews, want a commission. How cool would that be if I if oh, I dude. recommend a game yeah. that right. I and then I get a small little commission? Like I convinced you, Scott, to buy this game That's because I wrote an amazing review, yeah. and I get and then I could get a Steam. credit. To then yeah. buy games. That's an amazing Steam. idea. Yeah, Boom, Steam is Steam, Steam is kind of there. pulled away from that. <laughs> they they have never been very good with their uh, their little associate <laughs> program. There, that's not happening right now. No, yeah. but they could. Yeah. And if they did, well, we'd all take a big poop, wouldn't we? I'd be super yep. stoked about that. Uh, all right. Well, that's a that's an interesting thing that's going on. Um, we have so many games right now for contests. Yeah. Should we do? Let's let's launch a little uh, contestery here. What what can we do for people to get them going with some contests? So I I have a, a ton of games, and in fact, Scott, you probably have some in the Final Score Gmail account I probably uh, do. that you yeah. probably need to send to me. Probably so do. this is what I'm going to do. Don't send any more games. We have we have enough. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's um, something really cool, and you say, yeah. "Hey, Brian, this is specifically for you." <laughs> That's but different. If, if you want a game, I'm not telling you what game you're going to get. You're going to get what I give you. But if you, <laughs> you're if gonna you, get what I gives. If you send a, a tweet to at TFS show and just say, "Hey Nicole, give me a game," I will DM you a game code to use in Steam. You'll dungeon then, master me a game. Amazing. <laughs> that's so that's amazing. how I'm gonna get rid of all these games. And if you have it, just pass it along. That you know, put it out there. All right. We're that's- gonna just. We're just going to blow Distribu- them out. Yeah, we're going to just distribute all these games. Everything must go, is what we're saying. It's a yes, closeout every- sale. Closeout uh, sale. All right, awesome. Well, there's that. Watch for that. Also, got some quick feedback here. A few uh, folks on Twitter. Trey's, Trey Cervantes said, uh, TFS show is awesome. I'm playing Diablo 3 on PS4. Mm-hmm. I want to join a full party. Could I get a shout-out in the community? PS name is Kill Cervantes. Uh, that's, so go kill Cervantes. Yeah, go f- go play with him. Um I have pretty good luck with randoms in that game on the console. I do. I also do that on the PC when I want to. I don't always want to. Sometimes I just want to roll, man. I just want to go by myself. And so I do. So that's exactly what I do. Just play by myself. Cough Wrong Boy on Twitter says this. Who's up for some Super Mario Cartwright? What is this? <laughs> the link, the picture. Yeah. Let me it's look pretty, it's pretty good. It's, uh, you have to click on oh, the link. Oh, it's Ponderosa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let me look at it here. Mario. Oh, Nice. Oh, because Cartwrights. I was I was hoping it was uh, uh, James Hong in uh, the Seinfeld episode where he kept yelling, Cartwright! Cartwright, party of four! Yeah, that would have been great. 
Speaking of Mario, I went to Goodwill the other day and they had generic video game guy and video game girl costumes. Oh, I love that photo you put up. <laughs> that Mario bot thing. It's oh, so dude. Bad. So and the bad. only difference between the guy and the girl is the girl is holding her mustache. Wow. <laughs> was that tr- is that true? That's all the difference was? Yeah, that's all the difference was. That's super stupid. But it's Goodwill, so what do you expect, I guess? <laughs> Uh, final tweet from Billy Bob 476 says, uh, FYI, and then he gave us a link to a PC article, uh, or PC gamer article about the Clang, Neil Stevenson Clang Kickstarter thing that was a, oh, supposed yeah. to be a big sword fighter thing. That is gone, dead, and done. They are not coming out with a game. They have closed it all up. They're going to try to give some people back their money, but they were in over their heads like so many are starting to have happen. Well, I shouldn't say so many. There are some... Specific examples of games that got way, way in over their heads. And the Aug Ventures one's a good example. This one's a good example. There are a few others where they just couldn't do it. And it's closed. So if you're looking forward to that real sword simulation, you're out of luck, dude. Yeah. There ain't hey, can nothing we, you can do. So we, we touched on this at the top of the show. Can we just officially let people know that they can play a game with us if they want to? Yeah, of course. Uh, we should mention this. Do you have the links and stuff somewhere? Uh yeah, in the show notes. Oh, there um, it is over there. Put a little link, but it, so you, it's part of the AIE deal. We're doing a big yeah. AIE fundraiser, partially to to fund the uh, the space that we have at BlizzCon, mm-hmm. uh, among other ventures, and uh, it's to raise money for for that group. And it's on October fourth at uh, eleven p.m. Eastern. Uh, is when it starts, right? Isn't it twenty four hours? Noon, noon from noon to midnight Eastern time. Oh, it says eleven on here. All right, noon to Eastern no. or noon? Sorry, noon Eastern, twenty four hours. No, I I think I said eleven p.m. for my time slot. Oh, oh, oh for you. Yeah. Oh, because you yeah. got it. So, um, so Brian Dunaway, you're going to be playing at two thirty p.m. Eastern time, right. Diablo Correct. three, and then Scott, you'll be playing at eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Yeah. No, 830, 830 yep. for Diablo 3. <laughs> yep, I totally will be. And then I will be playing at 11 o'clock for Borderlands 2. Nice. So, yeah. All of us playing our favorite games. I like that. Yeah. Um, so, there's a lot more going on during the day. And the cool bit yeah. is you can, there's stuff to read read about on the blog at aie-guild.org. But there's at frogpants.com slash store, there are a bunch of packages that you can uh, be a part of. And there's, there, you know. There's nothing up on AIE. Dash org. Yeah, AIE. There's dot. a post about it, isn't there? I'm on the page and there's no post about it. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. AIE-guild.org. Sorry. Yeah, there we go. Uh, there it is. Yeah, AIE Gameathon, blah, blah, blah. And they've got kind of a description of what's going on and stuff. I don't know why he doesn't have the yeah, link to the store, had... but I'll have to talk to Ralph about yeah. that. Yeah, we'll anyway, there's that. stuff up on the store right now. Oh, there it is. There is a link. And you can get into some of these packages like the Gameathon sponsorship spot. So you can sponsor an actual spot, uh, among other things. And uh, it's a great way to support the guild if you're in the guild or even if you just want to support mm-hmm. a part of the community that that, that needs your help. Need uh, a to character leveled in Borderlands 2? I'm your girl. You're, yeah, absolutely you. you are. I level. All right. Nice. She'll love her for, <laughs> she'll love her for food or something. Love it. Level for food. <laughs> uh, let's do one of these. We're kicking it old school. It's time to kick it old school. Old video game. Something from uh, the past. Something we can think about fondly, hopefully. Uh, sometimes it's garbage. You never know what you're going to get. And this week it is Bat- garbage? Batman the Video Game, NES 1989. Based on the Tim Burton piece of thing movie there. Uh, let's see. It was called Batman the Video Game. 
right? Because there were never going to be any more Batman exactly. games. That was that was it. Well, this is the, you got to remember this was it was an unknown quantity. Probably this time when they were developing, it was like Batman may be good. We spend a lot of money. Let's see what's going to happen. Yeah, and we're going to put it out on the NES. This was made by Sunsoft. They also hit the Genesis and the Game Boy and is loosely based on the film. By the way, Sunsoft, I think, was a Utah company, I think. I may be wrong on that. I saw a lot of Sunsoft in that time. They, they sure. made a lot of games. They did a lot, a yeah, especially NES era stuff, uh, for sure. And it has five levels, and they all kind of come down to a showdown between the Joker and uh, Batman on that cathedral that's in the movie. It got well uh, reviews, good reviews, uh, despite, you know, the changes they made from the film, so it wasn't you know very true to the, the yeah, film story. That you know, as long as you had Batman in it, it was pretty. Much, yeah, if you had Batman good. and the Joker, what, what the hell else do you want in your life? Uh, and it was a side-scrolling platformer. Hey, guess what? That's a lot. There were a lot of those during that time. That's the games you made. They were side-scrolling platformers. And uh, anyway, anything else on this is interesting? Uh, some other stuff. Well, you know, well, they when they when it first started out, I thought this was pretty interesting. Uh, when they before the movie, mm-hmm. really before they got the prototype version, mm-hmm. before they got really the movie went along so far. Yeah. The the final boss was uh, Firebug. Oh. Really? Instead of the instead of the Joker. What the hell's Firebug? I don't know who that is. Right. I, I read Batman, other... but I don't know who that is. is that a exactly. thing? It must be a thing. It, it was it was totally a thing, and there was a whole bunch of bad guys like Deadshot. We talked about earlier. Yeah. Uh, KG Beast was one of the boss battles. Maxi Zeus, Heat Wave, Shakedown, Night Slayer. Good lord. And <laughs> the Killer Moth. The Killer Moth, dude. There's some dumb DC villains. I'll tell you that right now. Right. Here's a clip of Brian playing it poorly. At least it says that here. Is this true? I was playing it fairly poorly. All right. That's, I've done worse. Ooh. That's that's a terrible sound. It is. It starts off like that. Here we go. Hey, Batman's purple. How come Batman's purple? Because there was only so many colors in the NES. This music's great. Okay, that Not music's great. my favorite music ever. Yeah. That's really yeah. awesome. I like. Didn't really one. match in with the movie, but whatever. No, nope. side scrolling, punching. You know, Castlevania, man. <laughs> so everyone loves a good Castlevania game. Uh, that's it. That's the show. We're done. Uh, big thanks to everybody for joining us and uh, and tuning in and catching the show wherever you may listen to it. Don't forget, you can email us podcast at finalscoreshow dot com. On the website, we're at finalscoreshow dot com. On Twitter, TFS Show Scott Johnson, the Brian Dunaway, Nicole Hi. Spag. Uh, Those are places you can find out about all the stuff we're doing during the week. It's going to do it for us. Until next time, for me, for Brian and Nicole, see you then. Bye. Video game. Yep. Hey guys, welcome to Sweet Kicks with Bricks. I'm your host, Barry Ricks, and today's Kickstarter highlight is Moon Hunters. And we have Tanya Short with us today. Hey, Tanya. Hello. How are you doing today? Good. I'm good. Yeah, working hard here in Montreal. <laughs> uh, yeah, how's, uh, how's Canada treating you? It's, it's pretty good now, now that it's uh, still summer, you know, it's uh, not winter yet. Thanks. So it's not snowing <laughs> up there yet? Nope, nope. <laughs> All right. And you work for Kit Fox Games. Yes. I'm and the you... lead and designer and producer. Awesome. And how's that, being uh, in charge of all that? It's pretty cool. I mean, my team is awesome. 
Um, I mean, we're just a team of four. So usually I spend most of my time uh, trying to design or community manage rather than needing to worry about management. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. So you have a Kickstarter right now. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, yeah, we launched it two weeks ago now. Uh, it's Moon Hunters. It's a one to four player action RPG that's all about building your mythology. And so you, either alone or with your friends, you go out into an ancient world to try and solve the mystery of the missing moon together. And along the way, you show off your personality by making different choices, and that personality kind of builds your reputation and uh, your legend for after you're gone. That's awesome. So what kind of inspired you guys to do this? Well, um, we actually first started thinking about the game uh, when we heard about the Square Enix Collective uh, last fall. So it's been almost a year now. Um, But we heard about it, and we looked through, uh, the artist and I were looking through his portfolio, and I saw a lot of stuff that was really cool with like a dark, kind of weird fantasy feel to it. And I mean, I've had a lifelong fascination with mythology and folktales and, I don't know, the the ancient world in general. Um, So it kind of sprang out of that that love I guess. (laughs) Awesome. Cool. So there's so there's four of you on your team. How did you guys get your team together? Um, Well we actually worked together. um, uh, We made our first game called uh, Shattered Planet uh, which came out uh, just on on Steam just in July. Okay. And uh, so we've worked together for over a year now um, and it went really well and so when we heard about the collective we thought hey we should make another game together. And it's going really well so far. Good. Well, yeah, I would say so. So uh, for those of you that are listening, as of September 11th, that's when we're recording this interview, you guys have about 14 days left on your Kickstarter, but you guys are already like over 200.5% funded (laughs) on this game. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, we've had a really positive response. We weren't sure what to expect. I mean, you never want to let your hopes get too high. Um, Yeah. But it seems like a lot of people like it um, almost as much as we do. (laughs) Yeah, no, the concept of it is really cool, and the, the design and the graphics, everything, that's what uh, really drew me to to check it out and want to reach out to you guys. It's, it looks pretty awesome. Thanks. Yeah, our artist, he's, um, his name is Sinron Liu, and he's a concept artist, um, but he was actually like he was interested in learning and, and trying out more pixel art, and so I think he comes at it from a different angle than most pixel artists. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it has like a different feel, I think. No, that's cool. I yeah, I watched the video and you could see that he was a uh, drawing and <laughs> and then and then putting it into the game and I that was a really cool uh, process that that he used. So yeah. that was cool. So everyone should go watch the video on Kickstarter Moon Hunters and then you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I mean, you guys are fully funded. You that's already going to happen. You've already reached a ton of stretch goals, which is awesome. And so when do you th- when can you anticipate this game will be available for people after the Kickstarter's over? Well, we're aiming for next summer. Um, oh. So we're hoping to have a backer beta in late spring, early summer um, for people to try it out and, and do a little bit of testing with us. Um, yeah. And then uh, we're, we're hoping for yeah, summer 2015. Awesome. No, that's great. And then uh, do you guys already have plans for new projects after that? <laughs> no, no, not yet. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think Kit Fox will be around for a while and we'll be making cool new games for, for some years. But 
for now, we're focused on Moon Hunters only, and maybe the occasional game jam. Um, I mean, if you if you can't back right now, that's totally cool. Um, just go check out our site, and then if you if you can sign up for our newsletter, we'll let you know if we have like you know free demos or other random game jam games or something else uh, that you can play and and keep reading. Yeah. So. Um other companies have done this, but after the Kickstarter is over, are you guys going to continue your funding opportunities after that as well? Um, yeah, I mean, I think we'll still be taking, um, you know, slacker backer uh, pre-orders probably, but a lot of the uh, rewards will be limited edition only available through the Kickstarter um, okay. because of the logistics of uh, just having an infinite number of, of things on hand at all times. And plus, I think. Yeah. It makes people feel special to have something um, totally, that totally. only get through the Kickstarter. Yeah, I mean, and that and that's really the big thing with Kickstarter. It's just like, hey, I did this, so I get a, just a little bit extra than what the normal person yeah. would get. Yeah, so, yeah, And I mean, we'll be really making cool. like new T-shirt designs that we might be selling, but the, uh, okay, the T-shirt cool. design there is definitely uh, Kickstarter only. Awesome. So what was your favorite or what has been your favorite process or part of making this game? Mm, it's hard to say. I mean, we're honestly still in the early days. Like I said, we have almost a year left. <laughs> yeah, still have quite, quite a trip to go. Yeah, but um, I mean, it's been really, really cool working on building up the world and the different tribes. And, and honestly, just having an excuse to go back and read lots of the old mythologies, um, yeah. ideas and, and really get in the mood of it. Um, like I, I actually had never read the Epic of Gilgamesh before. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, kind of picking that up right now. Um, I, I, I had read um, some translations of like the Poetic Edda or um, the Journey to the West and and things like that. Um, I mean, there's there's so much rich mythology out there, but I mean, so much of it is about a journey that I feel like it's it's always relevant. <laughs> yeah. No. Totally. And and that's. Another great thing about this game, I like the whole concept of creating your own uh, story and destiny, so to speak, so that, that people rem- remember you in a certain way, and that's really cool. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody, to some extent, uh, you know, wants to be remembered, and we all wonder how other people see us, and we wonder um, what kind of personality we have. Um, I think that's like the, the popularity of personality quizzes shows that. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So, I, and I think it's interesting that most games don't really think about that. Um, so we're hoping to, you know, look at different ways that people can, can think about their own personality, if they're more creative or more deceptive or more honest. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. And it's, it's kind of fun to see people, what kind of personalities they always bring forth because people always usually tend to either be themselves or... A, a, total opposite of themselves. <laughs> so it's kind of fun to see see what people do. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a bunch of short playthroughs for the game. The game is supposed to be played in, in little chunks. So, like, you play for an hour, and then you get one ending, and then you play again and try out something else. So I think it'll okay. let people, like, explore different parts of themselves. Like, okay, today I feel a little bit mischievous, so I'm going to be a trickster, and I'm going to lie to everybody, and, and that'll be fun one day, whereas the next day you feel like kind of being more like the compassionate savior kind of person. Well, that's cool that you're able to to switch it up if you want yeah. to. All right, Tanya, so where can people find more about you guys and <laughs> Kit Fox Games and about Moon, Moon Hunters? Well, definitely go to kitfoxgames.com, uh, which in turn can lead you to learn more um, either about Moon Hunters, which you can also go to moonhuntersgame.com. 
Um, and it also will tell you a little bit more about Shattered Planet, too. Um, we hope that people will check that out. And, uh, yeah, we'll look forward to, to talking with you more later. <laughs> yeah. And don't forget to go to kickstarter.com and go back their game. I, uh, by the time the, you listeners are listening to this, there will still be a week left. So there will be about seven, seven to eight days left when you're hearing this. So you'll still have time to go get all the wonderful Kickstarter uh, extras. Yeah, I really and hope so- we unlock the sixth character class. Yeah, really I already cool. saw that. You, yeah, you unlocked the the song weaver yep, yep. one, and so that was really cool. And the next and just one's able- even cooler. Oh, see, there you go, people. <laughs> go back the game right now, and and you'll get even cooler options. Yes, please. <laughs> so, thank you, Tanya, for joining us uh, to talk a little bit about Moon Hunters and the awesome game that it's going to be. Thanks, Barry. Have a great day. Yeah, no problem. Take it easy. Welcome to the Indie Investigations Indie Game of the Week segment. My name is James Bartholomew, and today I'm going to tell you about the one best indie video game released this week. I haven't really spoken about puzzle games recently, and that's because they're not typically my favourite type of game. I usually get frustrated with them very easily, and honestly, quite often I find them boring. That's why Nexio Node by Big Round Eyes is such a breath of fresh air, at least for me. It takes an approach to a puzzle game that I haven't seen before, and presents it in a clean and non-confusing way. And that's usually my biggest problem with the puzzle game. You don't know your goal. Next to you know, it shows you exactly what you need to do off the bat. You just need to figure out the steps to get there. The game is based around a ship that has fallen into disrepair, and the circuits inside it. Your goal, as the ship's onboard repair system, is to fix the circuits. This is done through connecting power nodes to one another. These nodes have different cores on them, which are depicted by a bright orange light. You drag a beam of power through each node, which turns them on, which in turn turns on an orange light on the node. Once these orange nodes are turned on, you beat the level. Your task of each level is to turn on each light. The trickiness of the puzzles comes in where you can only activate each light once, meaning you have to think about where the beam is going to go. That's really it for game mechanics, connecting the dots. It gets hard as you go on, needing more lights to be activated and with a different arrangement of nodes, that's truly all there is to the game. It's really simple and sweet, and incredibly challenging to get your head around. The fact that all of the time limits in the game, save the challenge levels, are completely optional, also helps to hammer home the point this is supposed to be a relaxing puzzle game, where you have time to think about and explore all of your options, and not hurt your performance. The calm soundtrack adds the idea of zen, makes it easy to calm down when faced with a difficult puzzle, of which there are many. However, the game isn't 100% about this Zen mode, as each segment has also has a timer, which can be beaten for extra challenge. If you're into puzzle-based puzzle games, and are looking for something new to play, I highly recommend Nexio Node. It captures the feel of a good puzzle game perfectly, and is a great addition to the puzzle player's library. Nexio Node is available in the Humble Bundle, and will be picked up there for... $6.99. Tiago us on Twitter, and you can find more of this content at www.initiativecheck.com. This was a small segment of Indie Investigations, a podcast that interviews indie game devs about the development process and what it's like to make a game. All my music is written and performed by Johnny Feinstein. You can email indieinvestigations at gmail.com if you have anything you'd like to add or ask. Thank you very much for listening.
Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.